Well, welcome everyone to today's episode of Did She Really Say That? This is the podcast that is literally disrupting the world of business education and breaking down barriers for women entrepreneurs because we have been in a box for far too long and it's time to break out of that box, people. So during this podcast, you might find yourself saying, did she really say that? Because we are really challenging traditional methods of building a business and that training that so many women have received in their business. We want more women to have more fun, play, and ease and unlock their millions because why else would you go into business other than making some money and having fun while you're doing it? So we created Truth Bomb Marketing to help busy women create more time and money with that simple business playbook so that they can create their millions without sacrificing what's most important to them. So I am Karen. I am one of the co-founders here inside of Truth Bomb, and I'm really excited about what we're doing here because for me, that whole fun play and ease, like that's what it's all about. And that's what I help want to help more women actually achieve in their business with their thoughts and what they're thinking and how they're approaching their business. Hmm. And I'm Heidi Muma, and I am one of the, I don't know. Um, <laughs> She doesn't know what she is, but it's <laughs> being. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> she is. We're gonna get this right. I don't think for those listening, this is awesome. By the way, I'm Heidi Muma, and I spent about 17 plus years homeschooling my kids. And what I love to bring to Truth Bomb Academy is just that the love of doing what you do. It's like homeschooling was such a part of was such a huge part of my life, and I love that now that we are taking business and business is becoming just. It's like it's another aspect of my life. It's not completely separate or completely something that I have to shut everything away to, to that I can go do that. It's actually, it's a, it's incorporated into my life. And I love that it's, it's becoming, it's like, I'm able to be passionate about it because I'm passionate about life. Mm. And I'm a uh, chef Katrina. I'm a former Disney chef. That's why I go by chef. I'm just kidding. Oh, but it was really? wondering. Yeah. Cause I know mm. I get that question all the time. And what I do is I bring the fun play and ease around business um, systems and operations. That's one of the things a lot of us women get hung up on is the technology and putting processes in place and making sure that we're doing it the right way. Hey, ladies, let's make this fun. Honestly, this mm. doesn't have to be as crazy and as stressful as they make it out to be. That's a bunch of BS. So I'm here to bring in the fun, the play around what it is to craft your business, put it together and do it so that you are um, relaxed in the process and you're not as stressed out and overwhelmed as they try to make it out to be. Let's be honest. Yeah. And, yes. and let's talk about making more relaxation around AI. Like that's a big topic right now. Like that's mm. something that, that we were talking about before this podcast is maybe we should talk a little bit about AI and how we can make things more simple for people instead of the complication of it. So I'm curious, like, what is everybody's experience with AI so far? And what do you like, what do you think about it? Yeah. What's been your experience with AI so far? Sometimes it's entertaining. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, you get it, you get out what you, what, um, you know, I guess the prompts or whatever you're putting in. And sometimes Sometimes the thought that is in my head doesn't necessarily always make sense to an AI. <laughs> and so I look at the answer and I'm just like, 
you're so wrong. (laughs) 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 And so of their like five sentences that it spits out to me, one of them might be applicable. And even Mm -hmm. that I have to rewrite. Mm -hmm. So it's, I I guess it's like, sometimes it gives me, actually what it has done for me is I'll put in a prompt and it'll spit something out and I'll be like, wow, never thought of it that way. And I'm still not going to think of it that way. (laughs) And so it actually helps me to see, I was like, well, maybe this is a thought out there because AI is only spitting out what we're putting it, what the world is putting into it. Yeah. And so if this is what it's spitting out when I say such and such, and I'm just like, well, maybe that's a thought out there and I'm going to come, I'm going to come at it at a different direction because mm-hmm. I think it's wrong or it's like, I disagree with it and it doesn't work or it might be even historically inaccurate, which does happen too. <laughs> well, it's, I, it's also I, not up to, to, up to date all the time. It's things, it's saying things from like way back and it's not always up to date. Mm. And I think you bring up an important point because I think that this is one of the biggest frustrations people see with AI is they'll put in a question or they want AI to do something for them. And it's like, well, that was completely out of left field. And so I think like really honing in with your AI system, whether it's chat GPT or Jasper or whatever it is that you're using, really honing in the words that you're using. So it understands what you want is like something that I think um, a lot of people get frustrated with because it's like, well, how do I do that? Like, how do I get it so that it understands what I'm saying here? (laughs) Yeah. And that understanding is hard to do. Like when you're first getting started, there is, you're like, I want you to do this, but you have to prompt it. I mean, it Mm -hmm. is a conversation and just like a human being, you have to you have to be like, you have, you have to realize you're talking to an infant and you're asking it to spit back a level of 35 year old information back to you. So in that respect, you really have to learn how to guide it and prompt it. And that's why they tell you when you work with AI, you can't expect it to just spit out the results you want it to. Mm-hmm. You have to guide it. It's like yeah. having a child. You really are in the very beginnings of what it is to have this communication uh, and it's only pulling data that's out there. And I, we talk about this inside of um, Unlocking My Millions when we talk about the marketing. It's pulling either from the blog post, so text that's out there. It's pulling from video because of the video out there, or it's pulling pulling from audio. Those are the only sources it has. And here's where I think we have a fallout on, on all this, is that people have been unwilling to really curate and create content around their product or business Mm -hmm. and learn those copywriting skills and take that into the table. There's such few of us to be, to be totally transparent. There's a very small percent of it of us that are putting information onto the internet. Most of us are just regurgitating content or creating posts that are just snippets of information, but kudos to the true content creators out there that are, owning their business, their brand and educating people, because that's really what you're looking for. When you use AIs, you're looking for the education piece, right? Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of us as marketers, graphic designers, programmers, I mean, this is being used at like doctors levels and, and working with patients and also, I mean, it's been across the board, robotics, everything. The thing you have to remember is that <clears throat> you're programming it. It's starting to learn and think. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's pulling the from the brainchild of information 
that doesn't always get updated on the internet. <laughs> this is why Google right now, I was reading a post by um, one of the mentors that I follow and he's like, you've got to go and update a irrelevant uh, blog post. If it's not mm. serving you, get rid of it. Don't just have information up to have it, but make sure it's relevant or update it because that's really what the AIs are pulling from is updated information. So the older the information that's out there, that doesn't pertain to today is still getting fed to people. That's why they say, check your information, do your due diligence, yeah. make sure it sounds like you, like you still have to put you in the puzzle. You still have to create the human element mm-hmm. behind the digital element. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I've noticed too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing that I've noticed is the more that I use my AI and it knows me, the more it learns what it is that I'm looking for. So oh, yeah. that's the thing that I think people get really frustrated mm-hmm. with is they use it for a couple of days, they get frustrated mm-hmm. and then they move on from it because it's like, well, that didn't give me anything that I wanted. But the truth is, is that you're learning it just like it's learning you. Yeah. So it will start to understand what it is that you're looking for, the more questions that you ask it and the more detailed that you get with, okay, that wasn't quite what I was looking for. Let me rephrase this. And it Mm -hmm. starts to understand you. And I've discovered this on my own as I've been playing with my own AI and like, okay, like it's starting to get me. Like I will type in something and it's like, oh, boom, that's me. Like, that's literally what I would say, how I would say it. I got to tweak that. And that's really important too. Like going through, like Katrina said, going through and making sure that it does sound like you, because we're not sitting here just going, AI is going to write my blog posts the whole time. Like, no, we still have to put some time and energy into it. And I think that that's a big piece that I see people that that's a big mistake that I see people do is they're like, well, I'll just get this um, AI to write my blog or my content or whatever. And it's, it's forgetting who it doesn't know who you are yet. So it's missing out. Yeah. But if you're, and also if you're changing the conversation around something like truth bomb is when you go into chat into these, these AIs, it's like, it doesn't have the information because it's not out there. And so it's like when you ask it these questions, I'm pretty sure it thinks we're foreign creatures from another planet. Yeah. And it's just we like, are, we're women. well, we yeah. are. So it's like, sometimes it's like when we're, when I'm looking for something specific to what truth bomb is, is about, it is hard to find because it's not out there until we're putting it out there. And it's like, and I do like that at least on Jasper, because we can link it with our website you can get the voice that we're putting on our website, it's pulling from. And so it mm. gets, it's still, we're still teaching it. We're still teaching what what it is we're teaching women. And it's like, so that's been, that's been fascinating because it's like, I have another, like my other website where it's like, it's super, it, it spits out stuff that's like almost totally on point because it's about products and, um, mm. yeah. and like physical products versus um, truth bombs messaging is so new. It's like, it's, it's interesting what it pulls <laughs> at times. Yeah. I've, I've learned, this is just how, how I've looked at it with truth bomb is that I can't ask it to do, um, like what I, I have to kind of like go at it backwards and I have to kind of mm. ask questions differently with okay. it because I'm like, oh yeah, like that's definitely not going to give me what I'm looking for. Yeah. I know I'm looking for more of the, 
um, mindset behind it, how do females like go at things? Like, mm -hmm. so I have to ask questions in that way instead of going at it like, well, how do I do marketing? Like, because well, it's going to yeah. <laughs> give me a totally different response than maybe what I'm looking for. Yeah. And like nowhere, nowhere in marketing have I seen on the internet. Do I, do I read people go, okay, before you do a social media post, check in with your heart. Like, no. I mean, the, I teach that, like, I'm going to tell somebody to do that inside of truth bomb marketing, but you're not going to see that on the internet because mm -hmm. there's no real conversation around being aligned with yourself before you actually put a piece of content out there. Yeah. So, and I think it's interesting too, because there are, and I hear this often, like women are always saying, like, I don't feel authentic in my marketing. I don't feel like, like this is actually me. And I remember, um, we had, uh, our members going through unlocking my millions just recently. And we got to the part around like the marketing and the messaging that we're using as part of this. And I just remember one because <laughs> she has gone through this whole process with us. Right. And one of our members goes, yeah, AI is not reading me anymore because it doesn't sound like me. It, mm. It's like, I'm finding now that who I want to be doesn't exist in the world. And I'm like, ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> that right? means that you found something really special and you probably yeah. should keep pushing that button yeah <laughs> and that's the thing is like i love what you said uh, heidi like it's not finding us yet and we're literally teaching it so we're really on the cutting edge of developing the very first female business model and how our approach is to for us as women to build not separating out the some of the basic structural foundations of a business mm -hmm. but the approach for how we're coming at our business and the centering that we require as women and coming back into our bodies as women is such a huge piece, like checking with yourself. And I think when you look at AI, you have to look at it from the, the standpoint of, yes, it will make your life easier. There are some incredible AIs right now that are building out graphics for you mm. that are starting to understand, you know, what your language is and then creating matching graphics and tonality. So there's a lot of really cool things. Um, one of the things I thought was really interesting when they were using um, the AIs and Chad JPT and Jasper and things like that. Uh, one of the comments I was watching the training and I said, that's a fantastic prompt. It was like, I'm trying to el or elicit a visceral emotional response. Yes. They literally put that in as the prompt and mm -hmm. the whole conversation changed. Wow. Yes. Because when you learn the prompt and the words and really what you're, what you're attempting to create especially in copyright. Copyright uh, is a is a real neurological linguistic yeah. science. And so when you're going into writing copy, if you just go in there and said like write three bullet points, what you're really looking for is the psychology of the marketing, getting that emotional response because marketing really is the emotion that you're creating less about the facts of what your business is. Mm -hmm. Like how is this going to really emotionally connect with somebody? So I think that was a really interesting prompt. So I wrote it down because I was like, ooh, that's a good mm, one. Like, how can we start playing with that one? Because it, and this is the thing you're, we're starting to learn and we're learning it from each other, which is what I really love is we're learning what types of prompts to use. Mm -hmm. As you were saying, like, what questions do you ask? What are you looking for? And that guided response that you're you're asking it to create because i've had times i've put in a guided response and i've literally seen ai like thinking it's like like it looks like yeah. a typewriter. it's search. going back and forth it's searching hard <laughs> right looking for what i'm what i want but that's 
that's because I'm pushing the limits of what we're teaching for women. Mm. And when you're recreating something, you're going to, you're going to cause, you're going to cause a, you know, oops, you know, you're going to cause it to think. And that's really when you know that you're in a sweet spot. If you're causing the AI to think, mm. if it spits it out super fast, you're just getting something everybody else is getting. Mm. If you can cause it to think, and you can actually see it think that's the cool thing about AIs. I think you're in a sweet spot. So, and that's where we talk about, it's like, where are you understanding how to do prompts? And there's, there are thousands and we're learning them with you guys. Like, honestly, there are checklists galore. There are oh, different yeah. things that we can be talking about here and it's a dive deep in, but I think as women in business, it's one of the best tools we can use. It saves us so much time in terms of, especially if you're a solopreneur and you're just doing this by yourself. Right. If you were like, if any one of us were doing this by ourselves, would AI not be like the best tool ever? I love AI for I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it definitely um, cuts out your time, your copywriting time, especially as you train the the algorithm, as you train your your Chat GPT or whatever program you're using. <clears throat> the more it gets to know you, the more it's going to help your marketing and and cut out all the time that you're spending writing new copy all the time because I mean you still it's like I still think it's like you always need to go back and tweak it to make it sure it sounds like you what it spits out is a computer and it does I mean it's I think it's like you know it's like I've seen so many people talk about it's like every time I see a blog post written by chat G, written by AI it's extremely obvious <laughs> and it's just like and it's like so it's you really it's like don't just let AI do it because that's gonna that's gonna make our world. Well, look at like perspective. Blah. If everyone just copy what Chat GTP or whatever the AI's just spit out. Sorry, I'm just gonna skip over that whole phrase right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I really said that. I'm like, Shh, whatever. Nah. Um, if you skipped, if you just reposted everything that AI did, then you're doing nothing more. You're not creating any original thought, and you're not giving it your personality. You're basically copying and pasting what's already there. And the sad thing is is that over time, Google's going to recognize, because the other cool thing, mm. now mind you, I, I teach right now at a university. I can actually go into ChatGDP and say, was this written by ChatGPT and post what my students are offering? Yep. And it'll tell me whether it has been or hasn't been created by these AI bots. Yeah. So the thing is, is like, that's where the fact check is. And, you know, I'm telling you right now, Google and the search engines aren't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> If, if they're noticing that you're just regurgitating something that chat GD, GD, anyways, the AIs have been doing, I'm just going to keep skipping over this word. So it's whatever. Fine. You can say Jasper. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's, it's going to recognize that your quality of content is poor. It's going to lower your ranking, both in your videos and your blog posts and your mm. podcast, because you're not adding anything original to it. Right. And so it's, you've got to learn that balance. So you don't want to just copy and paste because, oh, that's really cool. You still have to make it your own. Yeah, And we re we really said that over and over again in this podcast. And I'm hoping we're like really, you know, nailing this and bringing this home because you want to use the tool, but I do love it. Honestly. So we can talk about copywriting and content creation. I mean, I've heard it and, and seen it used for like, I did write out like, what's a marketing strategy that we can use. And it spits out like a four day marketing strategy, blog posts that I can write topics that are of interest, things that are keyword search. I mean, it, it literally does a lot of the research for you, which is mm. really, really, really powerful. Yeah. Right. And I think you ask, you know, you can ask it for some really great questions and it really does simplify. 
Can you give me a blueprint for, or an outline for writing a book on just getting started with YouTube or checklist that a new beginner needs, right? And you can tweak it to like new, advanced, um, different ways of approaching this. So you can get outlines that are good information and then you have to go in and tweak it, mm -hmm. right? And still make it your own. But the speed of which you can create eBooks, the speed in which you can create graphics, the speed in which you can do stuff, that's the time saver, Yeah. right? And I love it because even with Canva, um, for those of you that out there that are using Canva, which is a basically a graphics platform, AI is embedded into that now. It's actually, it will ask you, what is your brand yeah. voice? Yeah. What are your brand colors? What are your brand this one? And then what it does, and I started playing with this the other day, actually a couple of weeks ago, That's it funny. says, what images do you want? And you, you say like, create my images, the AI will kick off 25 different images based around what you're looking for. And so it, it literally like pre-creates that for you. And then you might have to make those little tweaks to the graphic that you're using. But that was really cool. Cause I was like, Oh, it's reading my colors. It's reading my brand. It's reading my, our, you know, our tonality for the business. Like it's really starting to learn that. Like you said, Karen, it's got to learn us. Yeah. Right. It's not a one day process, not two day process. It's months of seeing what we're creating, what's in our project folders and everything else. And then it starts helping craft those. Um, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, um, I love doing video, right? Like I'm, I'm probably video queen. Like <laughs> where, where's AI showing up in video? So, yeah, so I'm going to talk about that too. But the first thing I want to say is like, I like to do my YouTube video and then from the YouTube video, take my transcript of what I said in the video. So this is completely original content that I created in the video, right? Mm -hmm. So I take the transcript of what I said in the video and I say, Hey, can you write me a blog post mm -hmm. from this? And it has gotten so good recently that I'm like, whoa, I'm not sure how much I need to change because this is something that I would say like, yeah, I still go back through and make sure, okay, wait, I wouldn't use that word. Like if you're not going to use a word, don't put it in a blog post or whatever it is that you're doing. But for me, I don't love, if I've already created a piece of content, I don't love having to rehash it. Like I just, I, the content is good on its own in my head. So, but I still want to be able to use it in a blog post, right? So I like to take that content that I just did and say, how can you rewrite this? And you like, and I can tell it like using these keywords, these are important keywords and it kind of like, okay, yeah. And it'll kind of spit things out for me. So that makes my life a whole lot easier and not feel like I have to recreate the wheel after I've already created the wheel. Like I've, yeah. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time on the video already. I don't want to have to sit here and rewrite a, um, a blog post also that goes along with it. So for me, I absolutely love that. Cool. Um, when talking good about tip. good tip, that that is by a, the way, everyone, that, that's a great tip. Just so you know, like that, that was a truth tip. bomb. Mm -hmm. Did she really say that? Yes, yeah, she did. So she did. take that. Yeah. So, cause yeah. I mean, like, like we've already said, like you are creating an original piece of content with the video, right? So yeah. You don't have to worry about, oh no, is this going to be exactly like everything else out there? Like you've already created an original piece. So yeah. well, look at how can you do that with anything? Like maybe you're doing shorts or you're doing, um, I don't know, like what, what is it that you're doing that you can actually say, okay, I want to 
use this in another form of media, but I don't want to have to redo it. Mm -hmm, you can yeah. say, hey, here's my content. Can you rewrite this or can you do this in a way that it's going to be good for this platform? So, And that's um, it, the beauty of the repurposing of the content. And there's like a whole process, like here's the video, turn it into a blog post, turn it into shorts, turn it into even a possible yeah. ebook if you got a couple more of them that are in that same topic. Like there's a whole like checklist and, and way of which you can continue to repurpose, reuse, use different images on social media when you're talking about it. Like you have the ability to take one piece of content and really flux. I'm yeah. going to stretch out a little, flux its muscles. And I think so many of us get caught in the I have to create original content every single day. And I think that for women is a super big it's burnout. exhausting, yeah. Because why are you doing that? Why are do you, that's why I talk about like, what is your video? What is your podcast? What is your blog? Because really any three of those can be repurposed multiple times over. It can be sold and repackaged in a variety of ways. And that's the secret that it we we got caught up in reposting but what we should have been doing is resyndicating our content, mm. right? Like change it up, put it back out there, reuse it, repurpose it. Uh, instead of like, we just kind of, we, we separated the idea from actually what we were trying to do in marketing, to be honest. Um, but the other thing I wanted to ask you, Karen, because we started this conversation right before we jumped on the podcast and you always make a comment like, oh yeah, we can edit that out or I can take it over to this mm -hmm. platform and do these things. So when we talk about AI, AI is even helping with the editing and videos. Yeah. And the, yeah, that that's really fun. So um, there's a few programs that can help you with like, say this podcast right now, like if there's something in here that it's like, Ooh, we probably should just like tweak that out. That was kind of funny that what that happened and we don't need that. That doesn't add to it. You can literally take your content that you just did your video content that you just did, drop it into some of these AI creators. And, um, there's some like Descript is one of my favorites. It's so, so good. Um, my next favorite favorite that recently start ha had like lots of AI improvements is Vimeo, mm. um, which you don't necessarily think of Vimeo as a video editor per se, but when, what they did is they basically did, um, you put your video into something like Vimeo and it will bring up your transcript and you can start to delete words. And it will start to actually delete parts, that part of the video that lines up with those words. And so, and Descript is the exact same thing. The beautiful thing about Descript is that it is really on point. They've gotten really good with their video editing software. So it makes your life a whole lot easier when you are an editor, because I do a lot of video editing. I like to um, say, okay, what we did or what was said in that part of the video isn't really necessary. I'm going to edit it out and it's not going to um, change the video in any way, but it's just taking out the fluff of what's not necessary. Um, and I love, I love that AI is able to help you with this too, because it makes video editing, like it cuts my time probably more than in half because I'm not sitting there watching the whole video and then going, okay, wait a minute. Like you have to stop the video at a certain spot, hit the splice and then continue and then <laughs> hit the splice again and then delete. Like it takes a lot of time. It like does. it's not yeah. something that you just poop out a video. Like it takes some time and some energy to go, okay, like 
where is the piece that really needs to stay? Where's the piece that needs to go? And then what is the piece that I want to highlight and how do I want that to look kind of thing? So AI is like awesome for this. And then the other piece of the puzzle too is with um, creating visuals for your videos as well. Now, I haven't played with this one as much, but I've seen a lot of people that have, and I'm like, ooh, this is cool. This would, I actually created a video um, for our Cyber Weekend offer, which we're probably gonna talk about a little bit too, so, but um, I created a video for our Cyber Weekend offer, and it probably took me like, four hours to do for a one minute video because I'm like searching for the right clips, the right sounds, the right, what's the transition going to look like. It takes some time to actually formulate all that stuff. Um, I, like I said, I haven't played with it too much for videos like this, but I probably need to be because it would probably take that amount of time of creating that video, I would actually, I could actually input like this is the transcript for my video and it could probably start pooping out videos that I can use in that yeah. video so that it's actually aligned with what it is that we're saying in the video. So I don't have to search for it for hours. So <laughs> that would probably make my life easier, huh? <laughs> well, you're talking it out on our yeah, podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. But I just yeah. want to like give people ideas because like even us, we're still, we're still growing with this too. And it's going to yeah. continue to be a growing learning process because AI is always updating, always getting better. It seems every day because there's so much input going in. Yeah, there is. And I know like even like in, in the time period of this recording, there has been a huge summit around AI and like what needs to be put into place because everyone's thinking, I don't know if you guys ever watched Terminator, right? But back in the day where the machines rule the world, yeah. <laughs> there is some concern out there for like, will we let AI continue to evolve and grow because it is a phenomenal tool. Do we have any checks in place, checks and balance in place with the technology, Right. And I think that's been something that they're really looking at. And it's not just, you know, here in this moment thing. It's like, what is the impact going to be ongoingly as it helps us, you know, move forward through science and technology? Do How do we keep including the human factor? And they're actually calling it the human factor. They're like, it needs a human checkpoint. It needs a human um, overseer, mm -hmm. right? It can't be just a single person. It needs to be a body of and so they're really looking at, it's like, yes, we want this to be a useful tool, but we also don't want it to cancel out humanity in terms of who we are, what we can do, our thinking process and everything else, because yes, it can process faster. And this is one thing we've always been really um, uh, sensitive to is that machinery processes faster than our human brain. It will always, I mean, literally a, a computation takes it nanoseconds where the human brain takes a little bit longer to go through and process things and everything else. So that's the human factor around it. It's putting it through your emotions, your feelings, your energy, like everything that when you process that thought. So the processor is outperforming any human being in terms of thinking. <laughs> it's just a proven fact. That's why we are making massive advancements in technology, phones and computers, they're getting lighter, thinner, faster, you know, Apple's building out whole new microchips and everything else processors. So there's a whole world around this that we're starting to see. 
And the thing that we have to recognize is that while the technology is getting faster, human beings aren't. We're still human beings. <laughs> we still have emotions of feelings. Um, we still have wants and desires. We still have a need to control, let go, everything else like that. So that's where that there you you don't want to lose the humanity piece behind the advancement of technology and science, right? So there's there's an interesting balance coming on here, but it also goes back to how do you manage how do you manage AI? How do you manage AI in your business? How do you use it as a tool, right? How do you create it, use it, and know about, like, what's the best tools to use? Here's mm -hmm. the thing. It's like social media back in 2004. There was that first one, then there was two, then there was three, then there's five, and then there's 20, and then there's 3,000 social media sites out there. It's one learning and everybody will build out their own to specify or do certain things. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the really interesting thing and then learning how to incorporate this technology into your business, right? Because I know as women, we do want the time freedom. We do want to step away from our computers. Nobody wants to sit in front of this thing for 10 hours and neglect mm -hmm. everybody else around us. Like that is absolutely, I see you all like shaking your head like, no, I nope, don't want to do nope, that. Nope, nope, not doing that. Yeah. No, been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. Yeah, been there, done that for yeah. many years. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, done that. And we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. No. It's got to end. Yeah. So AI really can help with that, which is really fun. But like you said, Katrina, like we got to remember to keep the human emotional, the human emotional element inside of our marketing and everything that we do too, as well, because as you said, AI doesn't necessarily think with an emotional brain like we do. We have to send things through the emotions and then go, okay, yeah, this will actually, this will actually hit. Whereas a AI is just going to go, it's going to hit or it's not like it already knows. Like yeah, this yeah. is like, there's no emotion to it. It's like, this is just what people say. And this is what's effective kind of thing. Mm, so yeah, it's, it's all reading logic. words. It's literally just processing zeros and ones, to be honest. <laughs> Everything on the internet is based in a, a database of zeros and ones. Down ever, to that. <laughs> if you've ever watched the matrix, it's literally zeros and ones. And I can tell you right now, human beings are not just zeros and ones. No, definitely no. not. There's no. a lot of five, six, and, and <laughs> yeah, women. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're one through nine. <laughs> well, and like women, like we do, we do tap into our emotions a lot too. And so that's the other piece of it. Like we want to connect with people in our marketing. And if we want to do that, we have to go through the one through nines instead of the zeros and ones. Yeah. <laughs> we have to add a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. 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 Which so. kind of leads us in before we wrap up on this one, Karen, do you want to sh share with them what we're, we're creating right now? So at the time of that, this gets delivered, um, at the time of that, we release this recording, there is a special offer in place. It's a limited time special offer, but it's only happening literally like the week that we drop this recording. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have a special cyber weekend offer. Um, it starts on Friday to Saturday. Like it's literally at like Thanksgiving happens and then it's like, okay, cyber weekends here, let's do this kind of thing. So, um, but basically we are offering our time magic course, which is only offered one time a year. Okay. So, and this is really huge. Like this is really going to show you like the art of manifestation, the art of creating a vision board or 
I like to use mind movies because mm. let's be honest, like we're very multi-dimensional people and I like video too. So, but a video allows you to get more multi-dimensional with what it is that you want to manifest and what you mm. want to create. So with time magic, we literally have a six day workshop series where we're going to be holding your hand, showing you like, here's the science behind how come you're creating a vision board or a mind movie. And here's the science behind like what's going on with you and what you want to manifest and how come you're struggling to manifest what you want to create in your life. And so we want to help more women in 2024 actually have a successful 2024. And that's what time magic is all about. So there's actually going to be a link in the description on YouTube as well as a link in the podcast show notes. So you can check us out with that Cyber Weekend offer. Um, it's gonna be great guys, cause it's literally going to be six, six days that you get to work directly with us. And you can actually ask your questions and get really deep on how do I actually create and manifest what I want to in 2024. Yeah. So, and just to, to clarify a little bit on that one, it's six days spread over two weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's six consecutive days. It's six days spread over a two week period so that you have time to implement and then come back and ask some questions and implement the next process. Cause what we've discovered is that when you create time and when you create the art of manifestation, when you create the art of your vision board, like this isn't a singular one moment process. And what you're going to get out of the workshops is that interaction and that, that, that creation piece. But really what we're setting you up for is to have an extraordinary 2024, mm -hmm. right? So it's over two weeks. So don't feel like you've got to do it six consecutive days. It's over a two week period. Yeah. So cool. with that, thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you were hearing, you definitely want to share some five stars with us. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe. And if you're listening to this on podcast, then give us five stars because we want to create more content to help you build your business with more fun, play and ease. So with that, can't wait to hang out with you all even more. Oh, and just before we go, um, I want to share the uh, link for um, getting the time magic. So it's truthbombmarketing.com slash magic. Okay. So you can grab it there. And like I said, it's also going to be in the show notes as well. So with that, can't wait to hang out with everyone next week and see you inside the community.